Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Earlier this week, we finished up the AFC West. Today, we're going to close out the division series. Been a fun podcast series. I've enjoyed talking about different uh, scenarios of fantasy for you guys. Hopefully, you guys are uh, getting this information and helping you guys become better players. We're going to finish that up. We're going to close out the series with the NFC West. Who's coming out of the division? Can anybody match the Los Angeles Rams this year? Will the Rams be able to make it back to the big game in February? We'll find out that and much more on today's podcast. So without further ado, let's go on ahead and jump right on into the final installment of the division series and start with the finish. I'm sorry, finish with the NFC West. We're going to begin the series, uh, the, the West with the Arizona Cardinals. A lot of hype going around this Cardinals, bringing in Kyler Murray, uh, new coaching staff, new offense. Uh, should be fun to watch. Can they put all that together to be worth it on the football field? I absolutely think so. I think this offense is going to be fun to watch. I think this offense is going to have a lot of numbers. They're going to have plenty of shares throughout the offense, starting with Kyler Murray, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Andy, Andy Isabella. Plenty of t- talent to go around on this offense. And obviously we're going to start with David Johnson. Last year, uh, coming out last year, uh, people thought that maybe he was going to be able to get back to form coming off that wrist injury. Some thought that because of the wrist injury, he didn't miss much time. wasn't a lower uh, a leg injury or anything coming in, into the last season. But he struggled to play, uh, to get anything going with the offense. The offense really didn't give him the ball as much as they should have. He was considered a bust for what he was getting drafted at. A lot of people may use the never again for David Johnson. I think that's a major mistake. I think David Johnson should and will be a top four talent this year. If you have a top four pick, maybe even top five pick, if you want to put the top five uh, running backs, obviously it can be mixed and matched with um, where you want to draft them at. I have him as number four behind Zeke, behind Saquon Barkley, and behind Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion. But that's not going to mean you can't take David Johnson at one, two, three, or maybe even maybe even you have Alvin Kamara ahead of David Johnson. But I think he's definitely worth the top five pick. I have him at four. David Johnson's going to be back on track. He's going to be a dominating factor on this offense with this new coaching staff. David Johnson is going to be back doing David Johnson things. Kyler Murray, he's a very interesting person, uh, player to con- consider this year in fantasy. I think he's going to put up some decent numbers, but then again, he is a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks do have mistakes. They do show signs of being a rookie at times. So obviously you're going to have games where you're going to be wondering what is going on, but you're also going to have games that he's going to put up ridiculous numbers in this offense, what they want to do on offense. If we're going to pair him with pass catchers, obviously Larry Fitzgerald is Larry Fitzgerald. He's the old reliable no matter no matter what his age is, seems like he gets better and better and doesn't doesn't uh, down downgrade at all seems like he's he's always the same kind of player very productive very safe maybe his upside isn't as high as it used to be at one time I personally think that we start to see that decline in Fitzgerald it just it has to happen eventually father time always catch up to people and we always see that's number that's one thing that's always going to happen is you're going to your, your production is going to go down at some point I think we finally see that that's going to make me think that Christian Kirk is going to start to take on that leadership role being the number one target there and I think it's going to happen around halfway point this year we'll see Fitz kind of uh, grooming his young receivers this year but I think Kirk at the halfway point is going to start taking over that number one role 
with Kyler Murray showing that that combination for the future is going to be nice for the upcoming future for both players. Also, I have to keep an eye on uh, a couple of rookies, Andy Isabella and Hakeem Butler. I think both players can have an impact this year. Which one's going to be the number three? Most likely Isabella. But that's not going to say Hakeem Butler can't put up the numbers as well. I'm not sold on the, on the tight end. Yes, Charles Clay can have good games, but I'm not going to be taking the tight end in this offense. I'm going to be concentrating on the young receivers and David Johnson and Kyler Murray, in my personal opinion. And I likely have Fitzgerald just because if, if he's going to go late in drafts, I'm going to take him because I know he has safety. I know he can have a, a game here and there, be a great uh, um, bye week replacement or matchup needer if, if, like someone, if one of your players get hurt or something like that. Next up, when we look at the, the NFC Sorry, NFC West. We have a trio of teams that I think are going to be fighting out for the top top of the division. The Los Angeles Rams, I think the Rams have to be considered the favorites to win a division again just because of what they're bringing back on the offense, just because of what they have on defense. I think, that we're, I think we're seeing a, a little too much fear on Gurley and his health. If he's, if he's going to fall to the middle of the second round, late second, that's fine. I'm going to take him all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Gurley is going to be doing his normal thing. What, what I'm going to do with Gurley is I'm going to reach a, a round or two ahead and take his backup, Daryl Henderson. That's what I think is a, a must if you own Gurley. But I'm not going to be scared off of Gurley if he's going to follow me in the middle of the second round. I just don't, don't see why you do that. The talent's there. If you can stay healthy, he's going to be a tremendous play. You're going to get him for uh, in the second round that's likely going to be a top five production if he can stay healthy and get back to his way. Yes, they're going to probably limit what he does on the field just because of his injuries last year, but that's why you take Daryl Henderson just in case something happens to Gurley through the season. I think what they're going to do in, in Los Angeles, they're, they're going to rely on more on the passing game than they have in the past. And they have a trio of receivers there in Woods, Cooks, and Cup who can handle the role. Oh, and they also have Josh Reynolds who is a nice number four option. And I think all receiving options are worthwhile in fantasy. Obviously, I, I give the upside to Cooks. I, maybe I give the safety to Woods and a combination of Woods and Cup. But I think both their productions could go down a tiny bit just because the addition of Cup after injury is going to take away from there. That's going to make, make Jared Goff one of my, one of my quarterbacks I'm, I'm likely going to try to target this year. As I said, I'm not going to get one of the elite talents. I'm not going to get the Mayf- uh the <clears throat> Mahomes, I'm not going to get the Rodgers, I'm not going to get the Lux just because of where I'm drafting it and my strategy, not going for the uh, quarterbacks early in drafts. I'm going to take them in the middle of rounds. So that's going to put me on like a Goff or maybe a, um, a Russell Wilson later in the, in, when we talk about Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. That's the kind of quarterbacks I'm looking at for my personal opinion on draft strategy. And if I'm looking at wide receivers, I love the uh, the upside of Cooks. So I, I just can't get away from Cooks. So if I'm, th- if I'm picking one of the three, I like Cooks as my option to go with. But I do like all three. And I even like Josh Reynolds as a like a, a lottery ticket that we talked about. You always want to save a couple spots for lottery tickets. If we do see an injury or two at the wide right receiver's position, Reynolds is going to step in there. And he has potential to have those big games, as we saw in the past when the Cup went out last year. Likely won't have any shares of tight ends. I don't like Higby. Not a big fan of Everett. I don't think the tight end is going to have much of an impact. I think it's going to go as the wide receivers go and, of course, as Gurley or Henderson goes well. That's the way I'm looking at the Rams. Their defense, obviously, they have a good defense. I'm going to target their defense if I can get them late in drafts as well. That's the way I'm looking at the Rams in fantasy this year. Next up, we have the uh, San Francisco 49ers, um, last year they brought in Jimmy Garoppolo, got hurt early in the season. That was a big deal. Jarek McKinnon also brought in. He went out even earlier in the preseason, in the training camp, actually. 
So two key pieces that they brought in last year went down early. Now they're coming back, but are they going to be able to get back to where they were? The Niners also brought in Tevin Coleman in Shanahan's offense. He was there in Atlanta when when uh, Coleman was running back there in Atlanta when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in, in for the Falcons. So he knows what Tevin Coleman can have. But we know that on Shanahan's offense can, can can handle a pair of good running backs. So I think Coleman and McKinnon, if he can come back healthy, can have a solid year. Last year, it was supposed to be Marquise Goodwin. Um, a lot of people, I was high on him last year, um, thinking that Garoppolo and Goodwin could have a nice combination of the two. But when Garoppolo went down, it seemed like Goodwin didn't, uh, his production didn't uh, carry on with other quarterbacks. I don't know if I'm going to go back to Goodwin. I'm likely going to be looking at tight end. I'm looking at George Kittle, if, if I can get him um, as like the number two or number three tight end. Maybe he falls a little farther than where I kind of expect him to go third round or something like that. If, if I can get him in the fourth, fifth round, maybe somehow. I'll look at George Kittle, but other than that, I'll, I likely won't have any shares just because where he's going to be drafted at. I think for me, it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo and the ground game on, on my most of my fantasy teams, and I might uh, have a few uh, few shares of Debo Samuel just because of what he, the, the wide receiver position, maybe get him late, the upside, who knows what he's going to do in this offense. <clears throat> That's what I'm looking at for the San Francisco 49ers. And finally, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Plenty of uh, moves on this team last couple of years. We saw the defense kind of lose that, uh, the way of thinking that we saw in the years past, the Legion of Boom. That's no longer there. It's a different defense, still a good defense. And Russell Wilson doesn't use his legs as much as maybe he has in the past, but he still does. So Russell Wilson, also quarterback I'm looking at using. But if I'm, if I'm targeting one player on this team and maybe one player only, I think for me it's Rushard Penny. I think last year we saw the team ride Chris Carson. Chris Carson was the number one running back there in this offense. He's going to start the season as the number one option. But I think Penny has more upside. Penny brings more to the table than Carson does. And I think they're going to eventually want to get him the ball. I absolutely love Penny as a, as a, a sleeper this year that you can get later than Chris Carson. At wide receiver, I think it's um, we we obviously going to look at Lockett being the number one option now that Doug Baldwin's gone. But can he handle the workload? We'll find out. Uh, most likely, they'll take him off of uh, special teams and keep him just as a receiver now that he's going to be the number one option. We also have DK Metcalf, physical freak on the, uh, uh, in person, absolutely beast looking player. Looks like a linebacker playing wide receiver. I'm going to have some shares of him just because I, I think the possibility of what he can do on the field is tremendous, and I don't want to miss out if I, if I don't, especially in dynasty leagues, taking a shot on Metcalf with this offense, getting the ball. Maybe we see, if you if, if remember those years with the Arizona Cardinals, David Boston. I think he has a similar kind of uh, body build as David Boston was those years when we saw how dominant of a player he was. And we also saw what um, Anquan Bolden done. Those big receivers, the big physical receivers, can have very productive and really good years. Yes, they may not last as long because they're, they're uh, taking on a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of hits, laying out a lot of hits as well. But I'm going to take some shares of Metcalf, in my opinion. Not going to touch any tight ends here in Seattle. But I'm, but I'm also going to look at the defense. I do like the defense. I like what they've done on defense. I think they can get back to their dominating ways. But you can get them a little later than most people. You're not going to get them um, early in drafts. And I think they can last a little later and still have that same impact. That's the way I'm looking at the Seattle Seahawks. That takes a look at the, uh, a, the NFC as, as a whole, the NFC West. If I'm looking at what I'm thinking the division is going to do itself, I think the Rams are going to win the division again. They're going to repeat as the winners of it. I have them at 10 wins. I have the Seahawks at 9 wins. The 49ers get to 500, showing signs of what this offense can do with uh, Jimmy G at quarterback. 
I think we're going to see Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon have a nice season. Both players can be drafted in fantasy, and I think you can get decent production from both running backs. As I said earlier, the 49ers coach um, Shanahan can and does use both running backs. Both can have an impact for his offenses, and I think that happens with Coleman and McKinnon. You can even throw Breda in there as well as a deep sleeper. And I'm going to have plenty of shares of the Cardinals. I think Cardinals are going to be a fun team to watch. The Cardinals have a lot of talent, a lot of young talent. We're going to see what this team has. If I'm picking one player to have uh, plenty of exposure to, not named David Johnson, I'm going to have Christian Kirk. I think I, I, I just think Kirk's going to start taking over that leadership role as the number one wide receiver in the offense over Larry Fitzgerald. But we got to maybe wait till the mid halfway point when we start seeing Kirk become that big player. So if you draft him and he doesn't look solid right off the bat, doesn't look like he's getting those monster numbers, wait it out. Don't drop him. I think it's going to happen sometime this season right around the halfway point with Christian Kirk. That's my take on the division. Hopefully this series has helped you guys become better players. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram, on Twitter, and we'll get those questions answered. Be on the lookout for our premium packages for week one we're starting to work on those now getting those ready so you guys can win your leagues early on have success in dfs so get us uh, get going on that we also have our draft kit available drafts are uh, right around the corner we're going to see start seeing drafts flying by so get the draft kit dominate your league before your draft starts be prepared be ready i've done the work so you don't have to hope you guys had a fantastic day hopefully you guys are having a fantastic rest of your week and we will talk to you later after you're dominating your leagues Thank you.